This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 20th of April. In your Squiz today, a total eclipse of the West, Fox News pays up, farewell to a beloved priest, and Netflix dumps DVDs. This is your Squiz today. Claire, it's a big day for astronomy lovers. We're in for a rare hybrid solar eclipse today. And to explain a bit of the science behind it, a solar eclipse is when the moon casts a shadow over Earth, which blocks or partially blocks the sun. But this is a hybrid solar eclipse, which is when the moon moves in front of the sun and creates a ring of light before moving to a total solar eclipse. Alice, I'm glad you've done that explanation (laughs) for me. I'm happy to leave that to you. Uh, Matt Woods from the Perth Observatory says that it's going to be a magical moment, and that's because a hybrid eclipse is very rare. The space agency NASA says that they only come about a few times every century, and the last one that was visible in Australia was back in 1974, so almost 50 years ago. I find it very hard saying that given I was born in 1970. (laughs) but it's not about me. Um, Elsewhere in Australia, we'll also get a bit of the eclipse. They won't get that total eclipse. Uh, It will show a varying degree depending on where you're located. The number one place to be today is in Exmouth in Western Australia. Uh, That's where 100% of the sun will be hidden for about a minute at 11.29am local time. Yeah, and just on Exmouth, this eclipse is a total boon for the town and the state government has invested about $22 million to improve the area's infrastructure. That's for the interstate and international visitors who are flocking in to see the eclipse and there's about 20,000 of them so it's quite big numbers. Yeah, they're saying even maybe up to 50,000 people Mm. so it certainly is the place to be today. There's some very good guides online about how the rest of us in Australia are going to be able to see this partial eclipse. But just to give you a really quick rundown in the local time zones, in Perth, it's going to be visible at 11.20am. In Adelaide, 1.30pm. Darwin gets it at 1.52pm. Hobart at 2.06pm. Melbourne is 2.09pm. Canberra is 2.22pm. Brisbane at 2.44pm and Sydney at 2.28pm. I hope you got the sort of capital where you're going to be. Excellent rundown, Claire. (laughs) And before any squizzes go running outside to see the eclipse this afternoon, it's important to know that you do need special glasses to view it. That's because looking directly at the sun can cause permanent vision damage, which we very much don't want. And regular sunnies just won't cut it in this case. And because it's a special occasion, I'll pop some useful links for you in the episode notes today. We mentioned the defamation trial between US company Dominion Voting Systems and Fox News earlier in the week. 
It was meant to kick off on Monday, but it was delayed. And now we've found out why. The two parties have reached a massive settlement, Claire. Fox News yesterday agreed to pay Dominion, this is in Aussie dollars, $1.77 billion. Mm. Uh, to get through some of the background very quickly, Dominion sued Fox News for broadcasting false claims about the voting machine company supposedly rigging the 2020 US presidential election. And as part of the settlement, Fox News acknowledged in a statement that it made certain claims about Dominion that were false. Yeah, and by settling, Fox News has avoided the potential embarrassment of having its boss, Rupert Murdoch, and the network's high-profile TV stars placed in the witness box. Claire, Victoria's anti-corruption body, IBAC, published a report yesterday that shows some fairly questionable behaviour between State Premier Daniel Andrews' office and a union. Yeah, this was getting some fair headlines across the country yesterday because, of course, Daniel Andrews became such a national identity during the COVID pandemic. Mm. Uh, What the report refers to is what went down before the 2018 election when Andrews announced that the Health Workers Union had won a contract to provide training to help frontline health workers deal with violence. And what IBAC found is that the contract was improperly awarded without any sort of competitive tender process. Uh, It also found that the training that was provided wasn't of great quality. Uh, IBAC didn't think that anyone's behaviour rose to the level of corrupt conduct, but they said the whole incident was another example of what they call grey corruption. Yeah, that's when a decision maker, Ben, the rules to benefit their mates. For his part, Andrew said the report had not pointed the finger at anyone in his government, but it's useful to be educated about the risks. Father Bob Maguire has passed away at the age of 88. Squizzers would probably know his name quite well. He was well known as a beloved Catholic priest in Melbourne, a social justice advocate and a media personality. Yeah, he served as a parish priest in South Melbourne for nearly four decades and he was known for clashing with the Catholic Church and their officials on many issues. But he became a very popular figure across Australia thanks to his tireless advocacy for marginalised parishioners and he also did it with a great sense of humour. How probably most Australians would know him uh, is through his work with his foundation, but also in the noughties and onwards, he became a really well-known media personality. There were many TV and radio appearances, particularly alongside John Saffron. In a statement yesterday, his family said that his health had been in decline over the last few months up until his death. And PM Anthony Albanese led the tributes yesterday. He called Maguire a man of warmth and faith who faced struggles with a cheeky grin. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. 
It's not quite as sad to me as Australia's last blockbuster store closing back in 2019, (laughs) but online streaming giant Netflix has called end on its old school origins, Claire. (laughs) Good to know that you're a DVD renter right up until the end. (laughs) Uh, And look, I'm sure there's quite a few people who don't know that Netflix began as a company that rented out DVDs. That's when they started 25 years ago. Uh, It was, of course, done through snail mail. So... Uh, They've since pulled off, of course, that enormous pivot to online streaming, but Netflix has continued its postal DVD services to this day. So September is when they're going to close that down. It's coming to an end. The mail-out service will cease. It's going to leave approximately zero places to rent a copy of Mrs Doubtfire. (laughs) Very sad. (laughs) Which I reckon is a very popular rental. Netflix also announced better-than-expected earnings and worse-than-expected subscriber growth. It says it's going to continue on with its password sharing crackdown too, Claire. That's something we never needed to worry about back in the good old DVD days. Yes, as long as you remembered your membership card, you were fine. (laughs) And that's it for us today. But just a reminder that the latest Squiz Shortcut is out today. It's on the rental crisis. Yeah, Alex and I take that on. If you're a renter, we certainly don't need to tell you how much finding and paying for your rental property sucks Mm. at the moment. Uh, It's not as simple, though, this crisis as people coming back to Australia uh, and also the events of COVID. It's a good one to get right to the nub of the issue about why rents are a problem. Also, just a quick reminder that our Squiz survey is open and we'd really like you to fill it out for us. Oh, we really would. Look, we love doing the Squiz, but we can only grow and improve with your help. So this is our annual survey and it's an important way for us to get direct feedback on some really important questions that we have. Thank you for listening today. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at Squiz Kids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies. <laughs>